T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. Well, there are no more undefeated teams in the NFL. We know that because the commanders found a way to upset the Eagles last night in Philadelphia. The commanders now back to uh, 500. The Eagles fall to eight and one. And so now Kansas City, uh, if you're looking for just like, can they have the best record in football this year? Seems a little bit more possible after uh, the Eagles. Everybody was looking at their schedule, trying to figure out where that first loss was going to come from. Now they already have one. They still have the Cowboys and the Giants on their schedule. So looks like uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are not going to make the 72 Dolphins sweat. It is kind of a weird party every year that they have. And eventually, I love it. I think it's will great. anyone be alive? Well, no. Like, how much longer they do they have? Do you think they'll make they it to, like, every single surviving member is there? Because then the party obviously ends, but... I mean, I'm assuming there's already probably, unfortunately, somebody that's... Well, I'm sure there's some. Away. I just meant all yeah. of them. Like, the whole team. Oh, I mean, I well, yes. Eventually, eventually <laughs> the party won't be able to happen, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I mean, someday. Cody, oh, so- do you think the 72 Dolphins are overrated? I don't know. They seem to have a good run. I don't. I they seem it. to have a good run. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to have a good run. So they have a nice run. They Guess think. that answers that. It's well, one of the most dominant dynasties of all time, so I assume they're probably properly rated. Next up on what training Kansas is taking on Duke in the Champions Classic tonight. So a battle of top 10 teams coming your way here shortly. But the line seems to be moving a little bit. I was confused. There were a couple of different books that had each team as the favorite which seems odd going into it tonight. Nick, how do you handicap this thing? I think it's going to, it's Kansas has more knowns than Duke does just because there are so many freshmen who are counted on to have really big seasons. They've got a lot of size, but I would probably at least early in the season, give the nod to Kansas. Yeah. So KU's a one and a half point dog on FanDuel, a two point favorite on Caesars. This is why it's important to. So it sounds like you inspect embedded as a pick yeah, you and Spec got to just put 50 bucks on the game together as a pick'em. Could do that. Definitely could do that. Spec was just coming with some spicy KU mm-hmm. takes yesterday. He after the show. He's nervous. At, taking shots at Grady Dick. We're like, man, if Grady Dick was a He said a he had a high school player. jumper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why. Call it's, it because, it's because Grady Dick's like one of the most Duke players yes. ever. Yes. I think he's a little jealous. Probably, you know. Probably something like that. Was he that. even considering Duke? I don't think so. I don't know who his final is. One of his teammates, Mark Mitchell, who is like a top 10 player in the class in high school, is actually the starting wing for Duke. So they may go up against each other. Good old Sunrise next, Academy. Just a little nugget. Just a little <laughs> nugget for you guys. Wow, that's next, nice. next up on what's trending, Cooper Cup heading to the IR after the, what now we all know is a serious ankle injury for the, the star wide receiver. That's a Rams team that was already a mess. Uh, really struggling. They just lost the Cardinals on Sunday. Neither team had their starting quarterback, and now Cup's going to be at, at least four weeks. You wonder if the Rams don't get anything figured out, which I don't think they are, uh, if he might end up just being shut down for the season. If you're putting him on IR now, and if your team's way out of it, why even why push the issue at that point in time? So unfortunately, it might, it might be the season for Cup. Because the NFC's got some weakness there towards the bottom, I guess there's still a chance they could try to piece some things together. But the next four weeks for a team that's already playing bad with no Cooper Cup, Feels like their season might have ended yesterday. Next up on what's training, the Royals have made a bevy of off-season moves. They selected the right-handed pitcher Alec Marsh to the 40-man roster. Freddie Fermin and Diego Hernandez as well. That means they had to DFA a couple. Jake Brintz, Nate Webb, and Brent Rooker, who they just acquired in the trade last season, have all been DFA'd. And They're bearing the lead, man. And they have reached an agreement uh-huh. in arbitration. Uh-huh. For Ryan O'Hearn. Bro O'Hearn's back. To return to the Major League oh, roster yeah. in 2023. Obviously, O'Hearn did not have a fantastic year. But you know what I think they're the most intrigued by? Dead serious. That there's not going to be a shift. And they're like, he hits the ball hard. 
What if there's no shift? Will he be better? The Royal stand, Let's find out. The Royal stand to perhaps be one of the more benefit, maybe one of the most uh, compared to other teams uh, when it comes to that. Well, they got a lot of lefty bats. Saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, many lefty they, bats. They might benefit more than anybody lefty else. Lefty pull hitters. That's uh, what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Right before we went to break, finally, after a week plus of negotiations, we convinced you, due to some show mm-hmm. fund issues, mm-hmm. to eat the widely discussed <laughs> egg salad sandwich that was <sighs> in our company vending area. Correct. We have sent out photos multiple times. The best buy date was through today. I really think it means it's best to eat today. Yeah, I agree. And we, we finally got there. And I, honest to God, went out there during the commercial break. I swear. I went to the, the vending area. I'm not lying. It's gone. It's gone. Fan. We finally convinced you and the sandwich just happens to be what? missing You're going to put this on me? I didn't I know. Think you earlier I didn't go out there. I think earlier today you went and disposed of the sandwich. And okay. that's why today we finally, we finally convinced you to eat the sandwich. And it just so happens to be missing. It's gone. There is I'm going no to share our rundown publicly to prove that we were not planning on talking about the but sandwich. Then we happen to talk the about the sandwich. It's, it's never, never in the rundown. We never put egg salad talk. <laughs> we never put that in the damn rundown. Hey, what time do you guys want to do the egg salad discussion? We did once when it started as a random question. Yeah, and then we It's not no- my fault that somebody either ate it or the vending machine company decided that it's best mm. by date was today. And they should get okay. rid of it. Well, the other off, chips appear to be stocked. Okay, so, here's first, the so he probably just got rid of it. We know that nobody else ate it. I think we can go ahead and rule that out. <laughs> yeah, so that's the first yeah, thing we can rule out? Yeah, there's no chance. It either got thrown away by you or or the, the gentleman that does restock the this vending area. Saying, I should go to prison. I didn't do anything no, with I the agree. sandwich. I agree. Egg salad gate. Egg salad gate, according to those that are texting and commenting on our video stream and on a text line. So here's the solution. If you want to prove that you didn't have any... Rolling this. You know what you got to do? Oh, like where this is headed. The minute it gets restocked. If Which this guy, it will. Do you think that sandwich is ever getting restocked? Well, not yes. That, that, that type of sandwich at some point, I think, will likely end up back in there. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know well, if it's a recurring item. Guy. I might have to send a. I might have to put in a specific request that says, "Hey, I really enjoyed those egg salad sandwiches, man. <laughs> Could you please put where did it, it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? The, here's the deal. You agreed to this. You were going to do it for fifty dollars, correct? On the Venmo Correct. Chef Fund. If our listeners will, will well, agree it was like to this. Se- it was like 76 bucks is what we okay. were up to. If the listeners will, will agree to do that when th- and have that money set aside, whenever the next egg salad gets stocked, the egg salad sandwich stocked, you're eating it on the air. <sighs> That's the only way you're going to trust me in this situation? Yeah. yeah because, because now I now I feel great. Cody. It's, because when you found out the sandwich was in there, you two were disappointed, and, and the, I felt great. And the fact that you feel so great tells me yeah. that this was all a part of your master plan. It was plan. not a part of my master plan. That's and and because I'm a man of honor, mm. if that sandwich ever shows up in there again, and I'm going to make a specific request that it is not, then I'll eat it. What, if you can request that it shows back up, can't I just say, don't stock that? Nobody wants it. I mean, it's I'm just so disappointed Dis- in you. It is. It is really disappointing. I didn't do anything. I sat here. Gold went out there. I went to use. But you the did rest it earlier. You did it this morning before we got in. You're the first one in what every kind morning, of aren't long you? Con on egg salad sandwiches. Do you think I'm pulling? because you knew we weren't gonna let up until you ate the damn thing. Yeah, but it could have been any day, not today. Yeah, I'm gonna go check the trash cans as well. Make sure. Check the trash no, cans. No, you knew today was the you drop dead day. You should the vending company for the video. You knew today cans. was the drop dead day because this oh, was, was the best, best buy date. date. So you knew this was your last chance. So you thought, let me destroy it. Let me destroy it. I didn't destroy it. Hmm. I assumed that the vending the vending area did look properly stocked, didn't it? Not. It looked stocked today. No, it wasn't stocked because it's missing a damn egg salad sandwich. <laughs> Maybe you're just talking about it and thought I'm not putting another one of these in there. All right. It wasn't popular. Nate Taylor from The Athletic going to join us in studio coming up at 1 o'clock. And uh, we'll figure out this situation a little bit later. We can't spend all show talking about it. Really, really disappointed in how I was looking forward to the, the moment you were going to eat it finally. So thanks for that. But let's talk more about this defense. We were talking about Chris Jones a little bit earlier. You know, our disagreement on the Defensive Player of the Year conversation But I think we do agree on the 10-plus quarters or so we've seen from Trent McDuffie, which is now showing us at least one or two tests, not just, hey, they're not throwing the ball in his direction, which is a good sign, but what happens when they do throw the ball in his direction? 
We saw he it on succeeds. Sunday for the first time, really. And I think the real test will come in a couple weeks against Cincinnati. But he had to go and make a play a couple times. Not just, hey, good coverage, which is difficult, and they're not throwing the ball in your direction. He went and made a play. This guy, was, it was a pretty good ball thrown, and he went out and had to go and swat the ball away. That was the first real big test I think we had seen in the short career of Trent McDuffie. He had two pass defenses in that game, and they were testing him more than ever because the short passing stuff is a challenge from a wide receiver in the perspective of you're going to let up some catches. Then it's about can you make a tackle? Can you do this? And he played in 98% of the snaps. The week after playing in 96% of the snaps. He's healthy, and he's their best corner. The fact that they're picking on him less. You already think he's their best corner? Than Legereus Sneed. Yeah, I do. Wow. Okay. The fact that they pick on him less than Legereus Sneed. To me, it's just Legereus Sneed is a very good corner, and he does a lot of things well. To me, it's like if you say corner overall, maybe it's Sneed because of how good of a pass yeah, rusher think, he I is. I think it is, especially still with at the little we've seen of McDuffie. I mean, I think McDuffie's I'm talking feeling, coverage really, skills. feeling really good about what we've seen from McDuffie. I still think Sneed, at this point in the career of McDuffie, Sneed to me is still the better corner. He does he does all the things you want. You notice like the small things that you complain about that you don't realize when you're not complaining about him because, you know, the other guy, like, you know, getting your head around, that kind of thing. You notice how quickly McDuffie does that, how he constantly does that so he doesn't get called for pass interference in addition to the tight coverage or a little bit of pressure. Like, these are the things that he is already doing. You can see it. It's very obvious watching him play that teams avoid throwing at him to a point. When they do throw at him, they're not getting anything contested or deep through. So it's all just the short stuff right now. The coverage yards, he's, he's allowed seven completions because he did allow some completions against he had allowed one in the previous game and then he allowed some in this game generally speaking because everything was short but he was yeah the most consistent guy across the board to me i I just think to me it's like if this is the like the really the really is if this is the floor then you should be feeling great because if this is the worst that he is a guy who's only played three games in the nfl then what the best version of him can no be doubt. I is mean, incredible. Yeah, I, I don't know why. There, there, there's nothing that you, you shouldn't be liking about what we've seen and the very limited sample size uh, for McDuffie. I, he's flashing what they thought they were getting already, and he's still clearly like learning the position in, in how to play in the NFL. That's what's promising. Like It's not as if, oh, we're saying, oh, his ceiling is so high, but he's struggling. No, he's not struggling, and we all think his ceiling's high. So it cer- certainly beats the alternative of talking about a young player I mean, look, look on the flip side, different position and everything. But the conversations we've had all year about Sky Moore, I've told you, I don't think my ceiling on him in his career is any different, but it's frustrating for everybody. But because you've seen what cons- his floor is, and it's, it's concerning. concerning, right? And I don't, So I don't even know if we've seen his floor because he's just not even getting on the field anymore. So well, I, that's his floor. You know, a guy like, who just doesn't right. play Whereas at on, all. On the flip side, we all had our opinion on the ceiling for McDuffie, and to this point, there's certainly nothing to even make you question it at all. To so me, it's a lot nice. like the conversations we were having with Karloftis early in the year. I think maybe we, uh, game one or two or even the preseason, you're like, you, you know what? I see enough out of this guy that I'm confident he's not a bust. He is an NFL caliber defensive end, and he's going to produce. Um, to what level? We'll see. I'll give it some time. But with McDuffie, I see even more of that because hmm. I think going back to when they started making some of these decisions on corners, when they let Rashad Fenton go, right when McDuffie came back, to me, yes, some of it is because Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams and these guys were having success. But a chunk of it, to me, is because they always had faith in Trent McDuffie. They traded up for him. He was immediately a starter. He's back on the field after weeks' worth of injury. He's immediately the starter again. Mm-hmm. He's playing 100% of the snaps. He's on the field all the time. He looks good in coverage. He looks like, he, you know, like everything tracks with their original line of thinking. And it oftentimes, more often than not, things do move, change, adjust yeah. throughout the year. And it doesn't seem like there's any reason to have lowered any expectation no, there, for there, Trent McDuffie. There's not. I'm just cautious. It's three games. You know, it's, it's, it's three and a half or two and a half games or so, so far. And I, I think Cincinnati in a couple of weeks might be another really good test. I just actually saw flashing across Sports Center or NFL Network that uh, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are going to return to practice this week. Doesn't mean they're going to play on Sunday. A chance they can both play. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, or even if Mike Williams is playing, that's a really good opportunity for us to continue uh, building confidence and for him to build confidence because that would be a really good test. It's one thing to go up against Christian Kirk. Uh, if you told me that he's got to go up against Mike Williams uh, and or Keenan Allen, all right, there you go. There you go. There, there's there's another really good one. Yes, because, I mean. It'd be the best one he'd faced so far. Uh, yeah, far, I mean, he's only played. He's yeah, only played say, in a handful of games. I think if I had a better answer, week one like, there was no, no. D, there was no D hop against the Cardinals in the two quarters he played or whatever. There was Hollywood Brown, even though he's been hurt yeah. now. But yeah, 
Yeah. Still, uh, the rest of the wide receivers in that grouping weren't exactly terrifying you. And, and this it, is Justin Herbert throwing the ball, too. You know, so that's that also is a nice does. test. Yeah, because really, until, like you said, Cincinnati again, you're not going to run into that. And we know come postseason time, they are. Like, yeah, it would have been nice, Gold, to find out what he would have done against Stephon Diggs or Gabe Davis. Because both of those guys had big games against Kansas City the last time out when they were able to beat them. Remember, Gabe Davis had the several big catches. Again, of course, getting the 100. And I think Stephon Diggs had like 11 catches for like 140 yards or seven, you know, whatever it was. His numbers were massive, too. What you want to do is be able to trust that he'll slow down one of those guys. But I feel like you can see that. I understand that against the Jaguars, it's not a team that you fear their wide receivers. But they're not the worst wide receiver unit in the NFL either. It's not like the Bears before they got Claypool, okay? It's not that level of bad. They've spent resources and draft picks to try to make it better, and they're just trying to figure out exactly the way to make that work. Text line really wants like a full investigation. Some people say it definitely got pulled by the vendor. Somebody said, get video proof. I'm sure there's video somewhere. There are security cameras on the vending area. Is that correct? Do you think they give it to us? I haven't paid attention. Yeah, there are. Well, they, they have actually cameras on the machine that you pay. Oh, but that doesn't tell us if it was the item was thrown away, though. There's overhead cameras as well. Yeah, we could see They've got who a full came scope. in. Yeah, we could see who came in and touched that sandwich. I feel confident that the video will exonerate me. Hmm. Remember the last time we tried to get video security footage, they wouldn't give it to me because you tried to wreck into our boss, apparently, and well, that was you deny Target. that claim. And that was Target. Target yeah, wouldn't I, give us I, the... still, I still dispute uh, the fact that, it, <laughs> that I was running the stop sign and that our, our boss was incorrect in someone, his assessment of that situation at that four-way stop there by the Target. I still, I still stand by that. Someone correctly pointing out, we just need the, the lie detector. Is I mean, there's so uh-huh. many things to get to with the lie detector. We're back on that again, shouldn't we be? Also, it says, does the machine take cards? Check his bank account. Do you think I'd pay for it and then throw it away? No, I think you had somebody stole it. I think you thought this out so deliberately that you had somebody else do it for you. What kind of criminal mastermind do you think I am? (laughs) I think the lengths that which you would go to to avoid having to do something like that. (laughs) Someone's right. extensive. What the video will not show is Cody paying somebody to act as if he was the vending machine guy to go and throw away. (laughs) Like a hat on. That's next level. In disguise. That's very true. Uh, We mentioned during What's Trending, though, there is college basketball tonight. Champions Classic. It's, of course, Michigan State going to take on Kentucky. That's the early game. And then KU against Duke later on tonight. It's the late game. It'll probably be like 9 o'clock before the thing (laughs) ends up starting. So it it sucks when they get the late game. Uh, But we know this is one of the the games that Bill Self is suspended for still, and it's the biggest one of the four uh, that he's susp- if there's such thing as a huge game in November for college basketball. I mean, the Champions Classic or the Maui Invitational are really the only places that you get that for November college basketball. Is there any reason why Bill Self is traveling with him? Why is what he? Do you mean? Okay, well, he's not their coach. Right oh, no, now, he, I mean, right? he's, he's suspended. You know, he is their coach. Well, he's he not going to coach, coach them day. tonight. He can't coach on game day, but he's their coach. Well, he okay, can't, he well, can't so, even be around the team on game he's day. He's not even staying in the same hotel. Why would Bill Self, who cannot stay in the same hotel or coach them tonight, travel to Indianapolis? Why not? What Was there, like, some big tourist attraction I'm not aware of? No, but Why like, would he go? He, he's still the head coach of the team. He can't even go to the arena, right? He's, he's not going to just head... be sitting 20 rows back? He's still the head coach of the team, traveling with his team. I don't know. He's not to... traveling with the team. I, he's not I, staying I, in the same no, hotel. He's tra- he, he traveled. He was on the plane, Why right? not just, if Norm's the coach on game day, why not have him be the coach yesterday as well? Why? What? Like, what, what, if Bill Self is not coaching in the game, yeah. I think it's just easier, tomorrow, it's just yes. easier to it's let Norm four, Roberts do the a, whole trip. It's a four-game suspension, not a month suspension that says he can't be around the team at practices. Yeah, but then you got, you know, one guy delivering the message on Monday, then a different guy sure on Tuesday, and I'm, then now it's back to the other guy on Wednesday. I think Bill Self like, just wanted on. to party I'm, with his friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'd think he'd I wasn't going to go He there, just went but. to Indianapolis. Knew some of his buddies were going to be there, and he's like, let's go yeah, get some Indi- drinks. I'll Indi- just stay. Indianapolis, the party capital of the <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> come on, guys. You know what time <laughs> it is. Time for you Indy. You can find a party in any you city. You think he didn't want to give up the trip to Indy. If anything, I'll <laughs> Champions buy- Classic, baby. I'll, I'll Might be a good party scene. I don't know. I'll at least buy into the fact that the suspension, that you want to make sure you got to go on the, the, the trip overseas to the Bahamas in a couple <laughs> weeks. That one I'll buy. That one I'll be on board with. He's not suspended for those, but I'm not. I'm don't, You're I'm not, not buying the indie no, version of this, no, huh? Not buying. Well, the then indie. you explain it. He just wanted to hang out for one practice I, and then no, sit in his I, hotel room. I think it's because and watch the free cable I, for his hotel. Watch he's, Kansas and Duke play. He's the head coach of 
the team. <laughs> but he can't coach them tonight. Go back to the game. So he went to Indianapolis. He could have just flown back last night. Got a red eye. Why he is he staying tra- in Indianapolis? Tri- he's still part of the team. Kinda. For like a couple of games, he's not. It's weird to just be like, I know I can't coach You're you guys tomorrow, like but I'm going to fly been, with you, and then I'm going to kick it for a day, and then we'll fly back tomorrow. It'll be fun. He's not, like, excommunicated from the team for a month. He's but he is on, on game, game days. days. That's it. On game days. Yesterday was not game day, so that's why he traveled. Nick, where do you, you, you don't think he should have traveled either? That's weird. Why does it matter? It's not that I'm saying. What, it, what do you mean? What does any of this matter? We're talking about sports. None of it really matters. No, stop. But, like, why does it matter that he traveled or didn't travel? Why, why do you think it's weird? Like, what, what does it matter? Well, it's just like if that's my argument for why he shouldn't be there. Why does it matter? Just don't go. But why? Why does it matter that he went? Why does it matter that he doesn't go? Okay. <laughs> you know, we could play this Goodness. game all day. <laughs> Nick, what bet should we be making on the game tonight? Well, I don't know because some places I see Kansas as a one-point favorite. Other places I see them as a two-point dog. Who do you think's going to win? Well, I don't know. It's college basketball. They you know, both of these teams have played a bunch of podunk schools, Sisters of the Blind. So, I mean, what do you – I don't know. I was just looking for a little insight from, you know, the host of the Wave in the Weed podcast. That's Listen, all. I know – I can tell you anything you want to know about Kansas, but I didn't catch up on Duke-Jacksonville State earlier this week. wasn't really on my radar. They won that game by 60. So, they've got three of the top five freshmen in the country. They're all, like, seven feet tall. One of them can shoot threes. That's a little annoying. Kansas is starting big man 6'7". Feels like that's a mismatch. Maybe they go to Ernest Uday, their top-rated center, 6'10", 7'2", wingspan. Looks a little rigid. Probably not going to give him the ball with the back to the basket, but athletic rim runner. The real question, Cody, becomes can he be a rim protector? You're going to need that <laughs> against the size that Duke's bring, Duke brings to the table. But ultimately, I love the defensive backcourt for Kansas. Kevin McCuller, Dewan Harris going to make life difficult on a lot of guards, especially early in the season. Figuring out your offense, defense travels. We don't know about offense Give me Kansas by three. There's just so many things in there. You wanted just a breakdown. You wanted a breakdown. Then I give you a breakdown, and then you're not, you basketball. don't like it. What kind of sets are they going to run, Nick? They don't run sets. It's the third game of the year. <laughs> not, they don't have sets installed. Maybe a few pick and rolls. <laughs> I mean, seriously. They're not, they don't. So, you, how so much, defense how doesn't sets? travel, but Bill Self does what you're saying. Is that <laughs> Okay. No, I said defense does travel. So okay. defense and Bill Self, two they things both that traveling. travel. Yeah. <laughs> two things that constantly travel. But you, so you're okay with the defense traveling. You don't think it's weird the defense is I traveling, think it's Cody. More but the, no, traveling. It's, it's good that the defense is traveling. That okay. matters. I think it I think it's more acceptable that the defense travels. It also it I know I understand that he still punished himself more than the most recent one who went through the independent review panel just got. So it still seems like how Kansas is trying to suspend itself might be fair. But the notion of like I'm not I'm suspended, but I'm not really suspended. I'm allowed to hang out with you. It's like, uh, you know, like I'm su- Nick suspended from like hanging out with his girlfriend. Like, well, I can see you six days a week. It's just like that one day I can't. You're like, that's not sus- that's here, here's that's a, just here, spending here's, a day apart. I, I mean, that's I, not that's objectively I, not suspended. Right, but no, not every depending on what you're suspended for. Let's not act like this is some unique concept. Willie Gay Jr. No, for the Chiefs was suspended for... Sean Watson's practicing for Browns now? That's another... So there, thank you. That's another example. So Willie Gay was suspended for four weeks. He was back at practice with the team for two of the four, I believe. Deshaun Watson, you just brought it up. He's not eligible for another, what, two weeks or so? Yeah. He's practicing with the team. Like, so it's not that unique of a concept, especially if the guy's a coach. It feels like with a coach, it's different, though. The the examples we're giving are players, which feels like, yeah, you got to get them in football shape or basketball shape before they return from suspension versus, I mean, you know, presuming they're... Assistant coach uh, knows all the knows most of the stuff Bill does. Uh, yeah, you know Norman and him have been together long enough. Yeah, seems like he could run him through the drills or whatever. That's the, dr- the drills. Because <laughs> that's <laughs> I saw that that's layup line, yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> oh, uh, that's again why I didn't need to travel. What was yesterday like? I'm sure they had a walkthrough or, or practice yesterday in the yeah, hotel ballroom you know what's or something. Interesting? I don't know. Somebody brings up a good point from the 816. If a player were suspended, he would be sitting his ass in Lawrence tonight. Correct. Yeah. Bill wouldn't say, get on the plane. But let's, let's hang out in Indy. Let's not acknowledge that never in, in the history of college basketball have we thought that the player and head coach get the same treatment. They just mm. don't. Like, it just doesn't work that maybe way. Maybe that's what's wrong with society. Maybe. Maybe. You're not ready for that conversation, are you? <laughs> 
I don't think anybody wants to have that conversation, Nick. I don't even want to have I it, think, quite yeah. frankly. Like three times today, you said ipso facto. And yes. I think that's the second time you said, I don't think you're ready for that conversation on the show. Yeah, today. I plant seeds now to where they I become, need to get Nick they become reoccurring segments later. I need Nick to get an ipso facto shirt. Nobody says it more. Sorry, I've never heard I understand ipso facto. Law. I understand legalese. Ipso facto. <laughs> and he says it, he says it, he's very proud when he says it. No, too. I'm not going to, I'm not going to apologize for my vernacular. <laughs> Another word for vocabulary. Coming up next. Next, something that Cody is a little concerned about, depending on what we learn tomorrow. We'll tell you what that is next. Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. Don't miss Nate Taylor for the latest insights on the Chiefs. Every Tuesday at 1 o'clock, right here on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold, Nate Taylor from The Athletic going to join us in studio here in about 30 minutes or so. We'll ask him about what we saw not only on Sunday's win against the Jags, but Something that has Cody a little concerned offensively. I do want to point out, though, earlier today we had Michael Massey for, from the Royals join us as our NFL insider. He's been filling in the last two weeks for Vinny Pasquantino, our NFL insider, because Vinny was in Italy. And we talked to, to Michael about whether or not, you know, maybe Vinny should be worried about getting Wally pipped here because Michael's been doing a great job as the NFL insider. So I tweeted out earlier today that, uh, while Vinny's living it up in Italy, Michael Massey says he should be worried about getting pipped. Vinny just responded and said, I'm in London now, mates. What in the world does this mean? Well, He's quite the world traveler, isn't wait, he? he? Does he mean he doesn't know what is going on with Michael Massey, or is he saying he also is unfamiliar oh, with the Wally think, Pipped Well, story? he just said pipped, not Wally Pipped, yeah, so that could have been pipped. confusing. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm guessing people he, know what pipped means. I, I don't know. I don't know. Does really? he? It's like, that's like pipped. You got pipped, man. Wally pipped. pipped. I'm not sure if anyone else has shortened it or just this show is the only problem. No, 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 no. I know for a fact, I'm not the only person that decided, let's just shorten it to pipped. No, 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 no. I might, I might, that is like. You're refusing to accept that it's just you who said that. I didn't just make that up. (laughs) I didn't make that up. You sure? It could have just been made up. It wouldn't have been that hard. I'm just saying, man. I think when we have him on next week, we got to find out about what he bought at the Gucci store. 
Find out if he's stunting like Nick says he claims like Nick claims he does on the weekends. Yeah, I stunt all the time. Hmm. Is that are you gonna are you planning on bringing your Versace loafers to Germany? No. Why not? It's not. Where, where am I gonna wear those? To a nice dinner. No. <laughs> no, dude. He could have worn it. He could have worn it right, Cody. He could have worn it last night. You're exactly right. He could have worn it last night to our event with Creed Humphrey, but he decided not I to. I saw show. Creed Humphrey was wearing a hoodie. Okay, first it was tailgate attire. Um, okay, so then why would I have worn Versace or, loafers? Or Lando Brown Jr. was in Gucci, so I don't know why you're too <laughs> good for it. Oh, dude, that actually, that's a great that's a great point, because if I were wearing those, Orlando Brown Jr. probably would have been like... <laughs> you know what he probably, to them? You know what I think he would have said? He would have said, you flyer than a mofo, but he would have used the actual <laughs> word. You guys know what I mean. Earlier in the show today, you said you were stunting... Uh. And multiple people, and including uh, Jed, who produces on this show sometimes when Nick decides to leave, uh, has pointed out that there's no way you've ever done that. Do you think? Do you think there's people? Do you do you think there's people in the media who like sports figures would come up to and tell them like you're a flyer than a mofo? No, I do not. No, I don't. Do you? I think it's possible. I think some people would beg to differ. Cody's having a conversation during the show, just so you know why we're having it. Cody's currently having a conversation on Twitter with Vinny Pasquantino sure. while we're trying to he do a live He said he didn't answer his show. text to mine today. Nobody's better at that than Cody. Yeah. Gold was doing it just the other day, and I ignored it because I'm a bigger man. Because it's obvious when you do it, though. <laughs> it's not my responsibility to fill every awkward moment in this show. But it's you your two could talk. It's your responsibility to be engaged in the show. If one of you you're typing, is doing though, you make- something else for a minute, you know what I do? Keep talking. So that it's yeah, less even, obvious to the audience. Even when I'm typing, though, I still keep talking, usually. <laughs> Sometimes you'll, you'll be, you'll, you can hear you well, typing. Well, you know and... that about me by now, so keep typing. <laughs> you, uh, you know, come on, it's too late. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get to the random question. By the way, now, of course, now everyone, everyone has video of us doing anything. Anytime one of us looks at our phone in the middle yeah. of this or sends a text, uh-huh. we're all just, now we're exposed. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the random question of the day. Okay. Just a few minutes. Um, something I mentioned we'll talk today, Taylor, about has to do with the offense. And we don't know about the injury status and the concussion situation for Juju Smith-Schuster, who is in concussion protocol. We'll hear from Andy tomorrow. We didn't have a chance to hear from him yesterday. Uh, I'm actually, as much as I'm looking at Juju status, to me, a lot of the conversation around the offense is going to also do with, is McCole Harmon back or not? Because if, if McCole's back and Juju's not, then I think you start looking at this offense. To you, for it's one enough game, weapons? For one game against the Chargers defense that's been pitiful this year, if you told me they had McColl, MVS, Kadarius, Tony, Travis, Kelsey, and, and you know maybe uh, Sky Moore or whatever, yeah. Uh, if they don't have McColl and Juju, then yeah, then I think there's reason to at least be a little bit more. Like, how do they alter their offense from there? But I think it's awfully hard to say that it's not it's not a big deal for a player. I know it's only one game or two That's games what or whatever it's going to be. And the length of time would certainly change my level of concern over it, Cole. There's no doubt about that. If you just tell me it's one game, I'll talk myself into the brain of saying, eh, maybe we can do it. But if it's two or three, the problem is you can't, we can't both think he's one of the most important, one of the most consistent players yeah. on the entire team. And then it not be a big deal that he's gone. You know, like yeah, it's, I mean, it's just I, he's we, too reliable. What, it's not like just any player being gone. It's one of your most reliable players on offense or defense. To me, right now, Juju Smith-Schuster ranks amongst the players yeah. you would be concerned who are missing. Patrick Holmes first, congratulations. Uh, Travis Kelsey second. Chris Jones third. And then I don't think we have to get much further down the list before we start mentioning Juju. Maybe you get to left t- left tackle. Maybe there's some other spots where you get a little more concerned, but he's certainly in the top five to six, five to seven, and he's yeah. in it's that just range. We, we don't know the timeline, and even if he's going to miss one game or miss two games or no games, uh, if it's one game against a terrible Chargers defense, uh, with what we've seen still offensively for the Chiefs, uh, I I don't think for in a one game sample size that it, you're going to be sitting here like, oh, man, the Chiefs aren't going to be able to move the ball without him for one game, multiple games against a different opponent, playoffs, completely different conversation. We're at some point probably going to have to like have. Uh, you know, like really figure out, and maybe the conversation is tomorrow. But as much as we talk about some of the other defenses and just dunk on them, Kansas City ranks a little too uncomfortably close to them in points per game. The defenses we like to make fun of, the Chargers, Miami. The Chiefs are 19th in points per game allowed. Miami's 22nd. Um, There's certainly a difference between 19th and 29th, 
where the Chargers are. But I mean, some of those other teams that we openly talk about some of their struggles or deficiencies, points per game allowed on defense certainly ranks in there. And, and again, that all just yeah, comes back to the schedule same thing. and football the first nine weeks of the season. And that's probably part of it. And there's a few other reasons why I think it might be coming up. But with Juju, it's like you can negate those things, even if there are reasons. And there are a few reasons why we can get to later why that points per game number on defense has stayed where it is versus improving based on the way we think the defense is playing, especially over the last three to four games. But you can make up for all of that if you are as efficient as you are in Kansas City. I worry less about the defense under any circumstance because you know why? They convert more first downs than any team in the NFL. And they convert more first downs than any team in the NFL because they have two surefire first down makers. Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster. For one game, you're probably right. I'm not going to be overly panicked if it turns out he's going to be out for this game against the Chargers on Sunday, especially because they're missing way more important players than the Chiefs are, no matter, almost under, no matter what, any circumstances. Even if Williams and, uh, you know, I, I, even if Williams and, uh, who else is missing for them? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen yeah, play. And they're both, yeah, and they're both practicing this week, so we'll see. Yeah, and it's early, so we don't know, and we haven't gotten any update on Juju. But, I, you know, I, I do still worry about a little bit what an offense without Juju Smith-Schuster looks like for the same reason I'd have been worried about what an offense without Tyreek Hill looked like. I don't really want to find out what a team without a number one wide receiver does. Tony playing well at least softens the blow a little, but that's one game, and I'm not willing it to is. just say that that's fact. Yeah, and there's no doubt. I mean, we you're right, because just a week ago we had a conversation about how reliable and, and, and how much you need you know, Juju. It's, ironically enough, though, the, the Chargers win in week two. That was the least productive game that Juju had all year. For a guy that's on pace for 1,200 yards receiving, that was his you know worst game of the season uh, where he had three catches for 10 yards in the win against the Chargers where the whole offense was struggling a little bit, so... We'll see. I mean, and they, the Chiefs put up, what, 27 points. Now seven of those was a defensive touchdown. It also just seems like a bad – it seems like a sucky time for an injury because he obviously had found it. Well, Inside the offense, he had found it. You hate having to, like, renegotiate that comfort window, if that makes sense. I know that it sometimes it seems like it should just, like, come right back. But we see it all the time with players that it takes a few more weeks to kind of get back into that same rhythm you were in before the injury. All right, let's get to the random question today. Random question. For you, Nick, for you, Alex, and over in the J Southland Tow Service Text Line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the Windows Source of Kansas City. This question is going to come via the New York Post, or at least gave me the idea for the question. There was a marathon runner who ran a marathon in three and a half hours, just an old Chinese grandpa who smoked the entire time and somehow ran a marathon in three and a half hours while smoking cigarettes the entire time. <laughs> which is I don't know. Impressive, I guess, in its own right, because it seems like smoking and running 26.2 miles would be a problem. And the photos are incredible and would seem at odds of somebody even being capable of doing this. He didn't, I mean, he doesn't like finish in last. He finished right in the middle. You can just see him like holding, you know, the, the classic smoke, like cupping his hand to block the wind while he runs to light his cigarette as he smokes packs down there. Do this? Three and a half hours. So what I want to know. He finished is, in the top half of all runners. Yeah, yeah that's did. insane. If you had to run a marathon tomorrow, so no training for any of us, no, if you had to run a marathon tomorrow at, and you got $1,000 per mile you were able to get through, how long before you had to quit? How many miles what, is a marathon? 26. Now, you, now, how long do you have? Like 10 can, hours. You can take, I was going to say, what's the time limit on it? I'll give you 10 hours. That's double of a normal marathon. That's a pretty slow mile. Yeah. Um, God, so long. $1,000 a mile. Okay, so I ran a 5K. You only have to go like four miles an hour, like, 10 hours. Like, so I'm saying, like, you don't have to jog the whole time. You can walk and still get some money. <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, so, but I don't think you're making it to 26 is my point. No. I no. think I'm making it to like 12, and then I'm done. I ran a 5K, and it took me half an hour, but I was dead. And yeah. I was gassed. But again, you don't have... You can jog for the first mile, and then you can walk for two miles, and you can jog for a mile, and then walk and for the 5K two miles. The 5K is what, like, like three miles? Yeah. So what? I mean, how how far? So that was like I was running ten minute miles, and there's no way I could keep up that pace. If I have ten hours and knowing I can walk, yeah, it's got to be north of ten. North of ten, but under twenty? Yes. Yeah. You don't think you're getting to twenty? I think I'd quit. I think I'd just quit. So you just don't. You just hate money. The financial benefit is what. Like, if you were just asking me, like, with no incentive, then then it's not getting anywhere near that. But knowing that there's a thousand dollars a mile, and I have. 
I can just walk it, it and just I have like, 10 if hours. If he's Nick, right, he could just do the 5K, take his 3K and go home. I'm tired. Bingo. Um, Bingo. $3,000 is great. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. How fast do you think you could run a mile if you had to right now? Oh, I have no idea. I think back I guarantee the- I could still run under 10 minutes, couldn't I? I could I run an know. under 10-minute yeah, mile ran, right now. I ran a 10-minute mile for three miles. So I'm thinking seven. I don't think you can. You're not averaging seven. seven. I don't think you can run but a seven-minute mile anymore. I averaged 10 for know, three straight I, miles. I just I don't think know. you can run a seven-minute mile anymore. No. I mean, There was a time in my what, life I could. I don't think yeah, I could run what, a seven-minute mile either. When I was in junior high, it was something like that. I don't think that's happening now. I could do seven, seven and a half. Wheel spin. Wheel I, spin. Right now. Come on, seven and a half minute mile. Okay. We could measure do this it during thing a commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Get out there. Go. What guess, kind of shoes do you have on? Is it those Versace loafers? Nah, someone says the, someone, horrible, put, someone did some number shoes. crunching. The average person walks three miles an hour. Over 10 hours, it's 30 miles. You could walk the whole way. Well, then, there's your answer. 26. Um, you're going all 20. You don't think your legs would just get tired? You can walk. You don't think. I know. Well, you, you can, can have think, beverages. Your feet aren't going to hurt. Well, your legs hurts. aren't going to be tired. The you're still going to quit. Mo- you're still quitting before you get to the 26, I think. Oh. If I knew there's 20K, 26K on the other. I'm very financially motivated. Yeah, but you'd so. be like 20K. Like, at some point, you'd be like, good enough. Well, 15, that was a lot of money. That oh, seems man. fine. I don't think, I don't think you're making. Walk it. Also, the text line's calling BS on Nick. I think that's the challenge. Text line says, no way Nick can do seven, seven and a, 7.3. How, how, how do you think? I don't, think know, you I don't know how okay, else to explain. Peak, I don't know. At your peak, how fast did you run a mile? Like six, six and a half. Okay. I, at my peak, I ran like a five and a half minute mile, Nick, and I don't think I could get anywhere near an eight minute mile. When's now. the last time you went on a run? Just a general run? I don't yes. know. Inside of the last t- two years, I would argue. <laughs> That's it. Okay, well, I run at least once a week, so I win. You still think you run a seven and a half minute mile? If I needed to. I don't, it would not be comfortable. Well, and I'm not going to let a good. lion chase you. What do you mean if you needed to? <laughs> like if I needed to to prove a point. I'm like, when I go on a run now, I'm certainly not running that fast. But if I needed to up it just to prove you wrong, I would do it. Yeah. I'd feel good if you said set a baseline of a mile you could run for, like, if we had $500 on the line. I think 10 is where I would set the baseline. I'd be awfully surprised if I could run it under that anymore. So it says, in reality, you all could run a 15-minute. In reality, you, you too can run a 15-minute mile. Okay, we can run under 15. Come on now. Come on now. I'm confident in myself. Okay. So it's not that hard to do seven and a half minute mile. Okay. This person's probably like 26 and in shape. Someone says Cody used to be Jim Thorpe. They're calling BS on your five. Yeah, five, 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 five and a half minutes. Five and a half, half minutes. It doesn't matter if it's that. You didn't do it. Why'd you turn your mic off in the middle of that? Didn't mean to. Five and a half minute mile, Cody. This was like 15 year old Cody. I was fast when I was younger, I guess. I don't know. I'm not now. I'm not trying to deny any kind of athletic achievement now. I just said I used to be able to run a fast mile. So many things you used to do so well. That's how youth and age work, Nick. Not everybody you used to be better at things because not you were everybody, young. And not everybody. Sean was Barber's good. texting in. Our, our uh, Sean Barber, he says you guys are all lying. None of you can run a sub seven minute mile. Nobody's saying they can run a like sub ever? seven now. No one's saying that now. No one's trying <laughs> to claim that. You're right, Barber. I can't. At some point in my life, I could. <laughs> uh, the stream has really changed everything about people's perception of Nick because that's where it's coming from. The text line saying Nick. Uh, no way he can. He Look at that grandpa hat. hat and saying no chance. Yeah. And Barber's still texting in cap, cap, cap. He thinks it's all BS even on the pre 30 year old age. That he you're didn't think under. that a single one of us have ever run a sub seven minute mile ever. I believe that. I in, mean, that's not a super uncommon. I, I believe time, that in junior think. high or high school that it was. Okay. Definitely not possible. only not only can I run a seven minute mile. Now I'm going to do it just to prove you guys wrong. And I want you guys to be there running a mile as well. And I will finish so far ahead of you. It will be laughable. You guys will be embarrassed. So far ahead, we'll be embarrassed. I've already beat you in one race. I'll do it again. Well, I didn't say I was going to run the mile That's faster not, than nope. you. I never claimed that. Nobody's claiming that. We're just disputing that. I just you don't think you're going to run it in six, seven and a half minutes. Yeah, nobody thinks you're running it in seven minutes. I can run it in seven minutes. There's no, there's, I would have no problem doing that. That means you've done it here recently. I've done it recently enough to where I think I could do it no problem. Okay. Tell you what, I'll do. I'll I'll give myself a little trial run tonight, and I will report back with honest findings. I'll, fil- I'll film the whole thing, like just the whole seven minutes. You're just yeah, gonna just put treadmill, on? just treadmill. I'll film it and send it to you guys. 
since everybody's on air is lying right now, I have not once in this whole conversation claimed that I could do it. Not once. You two are the ones claiming that you've run extra fast or whatever. I'm being pretty honest with my expectations of myself. First off, I was never like I was never touting Olympic time. Five, like and, a, five, and, a, five and a half minute miles. Look, I don't know the exact time. I'm pretty sure it's right around there at the time we were running it. So five and a half, six, <laughs> seven and a half. Well, I don't think it's that somewhere, kind of variance. Somewhere, somewhere around there, man. Somewhere around there. Oh man. I gotta see Nick run this seven and a half minute mile now. You're gonna do it on the treadmill it's not tonight. Even, it's not even like an impressive number. <laughs> no, but it's harder than you think. It's not harder than I think because I know how. I know. I understand the difficulty of it. You, sir, who has not run as you said in two years, I don't think are the foremost expert on running. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even addressed the fact that there's no chance your foot could make it through that. Well, that's a a single point. mile? That's a fair point. I'm still not claiming I can run it in that time. I don't think you can run a mile, period. Barber says treadmill doesn't count. That's wrong. Yeah, what Barber. do you mean treadmill doesn't count? He so, says that it get on a high school track, and it's different than running on a treadmill. I'm just reading his text, man. I'm, not, I'm, I'm being realistic with expectations. I guess we're all running a mile at some point. <laughs> the dumbest from. conversation. Gold, do you think you could run it under 10? Yes. Yes. Under God, 10 so minutes. so defensive. Yes. God, just asking. Yes. <laughs> well, no, because like, you said it like you're this superior specimen of a human being. No, I thought I was just asking, do you think you can run it under 10? Yes, I could. I think you, you can as well. And I don't think you're running it under 7.5. Today? No chance. Zero percent. Do you know who probably can run a mile in under seven and a half minutes? Odell Beckham Jr., presumably. Uh, Do you think he could have even with his torn ACL at the time? What? Did you have to gasp? You told me to move on. I moved on. <laughs> I told you This that is what here. happened on the show, okay? You said move on. So I'm moving on. Next thing on the rundown no. says Odell Beckham Jr. I was gasping. I think here's a transition. Uh, the transition was a little whack. Am I just supposed to say, let's talk Odell now? You hate it when I do that, too. What choice do I have? <laughs> there was a, this is a no-win situation. Uh. You gonna talk about Odell Beckham Jr. or not? <laughs> uh, well, he's got it down to five teams, and one of them's Kansas City, according to reports. And I would think if he, if I were choosing, and I were him, I would put Kansas City one or two on my list. The only team I would consider over Kansas City at this point is Dallas because I think offensively I might work into their system faster because there's less competition at the position. But because he wasn't afraid of that the last time and he says he wants to win a title, the easiest path to do that right now is Kansas City, not because he's in the AFC, but I'm because saying. they're they're the best team. The Bills think yeah, those are yeah. The so, Cowboys play in a much weaker conference, admittedly. That's the thing. But that, there are two teams ahead of them right now. The, Kansas are. City sits at the top of their conference. Still, the, the the path for Dallas is much easier. They're not going up against a, a Josh Allen or a Patrick Mahomes on their path. Maybe they play Brady in the opening round. Like that's the thing. If you're a wild card team, if you're Dallas, the tricky part there is you might still have to go to Tampa in the opening round. And I know the Bucks aren't any good this year, but Brady in the playoffs, like that, still is something you have to respect. All right, he he plays his best football at that time, and so that would be interesting. My my thing is, look at the the opportunity to be the guy. Does he want to be the guy? Does he want to win a championship? He didn't care the last time when he went to LA. There were like three receivers ahead of him. What does he matter? What matters more to him? The money that someone's willing to offer him, whether it's a multi-year deal or not, which I would not offer him a multi-year deal. We had that conversation last week, but, or just being the guy. If if he just wants to be the guy, well then go back to the giants. You know, if you don't, if that's what you want to be, then go back to the giants. I I think out of the, out of the teams we've listed. Yeah. I don't, I don't think they have nearly the best chance to get there. Don't they have like a 0% um, but, chance of winning the Super Bowl? The Giants have no right. chance, right? No actual chance of winning the Super Bowl. I understand I, technically they're Vegas odds, but 0%. No, I wouldn't go that low. But I, I Name the last team like the Giants with Daniel Jones at quarterback. Went on and won a Super Bowl. Flacco was playing way better. Nobody better throw that name out there. I mean, well, I guess Flacco I have to go back playing, and look well, at Trent. In, fair, in fairness, Flacco wasn't playing good until the playoffs, and Flacco was dominant in the playoffs the year the Ravens won it. And they had a much better defense. I mean, that's just not even, yeah, we don't even have to go down that road. But Yeah, same with probably the Trent Dilfer-led Bucks. It's not like the Giants have 
one of the single greatest defenses of all time during their run. And yeah, you're right. There were probably some limitations to what Flacco did, similar to that of that. But again, they had one of the world, they were one of the the single greatest defenses ever. Like the the Giants have no chance. It's like so, if you really do care about winning, that's the last place you should uh, go. Look, the the Chiefs don't have to have Beckham. That's the great spot you're in. You don't have to. Like I think if you're the Giants to get to where you're talking about, them maybe having a better chance, they need somebody like him. Because right now their best weapon is Barkley and Slade. Okay, their wide receiver core is not in, all that impressive. You know, the, the Cowboys have C.D. Lamb at least, right? Explosive type of player has the ability to do that. The Chiefs have, we know, Travis Kelsey. Hopefully, Juju's back and, and ready to roll. They don't need, they don't need him. But you also don't want him to go into Buffalo. Still, they don't. Buffalo doesn't need him either. They got Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, right? But you still, you still, I, I respect OBJ enough to where I'm like, I still don't want him going to Buffalo. I still would rather him go to Dallas. Uh, yeah, I don't think. He, well, yeah, if he doesn't have in Kansas City, you're praying NFC because you don't want to find out again. Because it seemed like it made the difference for the Rams, and you'd sure hate for that difference to be sitting on an AFC roster. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to pull up the numbers before I said Someone mentioned on the text line that it was probably when the Giants won with Eli Manning. I don't know what Eli was that year. Now, Eli's going to end up being a Hall of Famer, I still believe. so. But that year, I was wondering, yeah, what was Eli's numbers when they were that wild card team or whatever it was that year, and they ran through it, and nobody thought they had a chance. So I, I, it's not a 0% chance um, for the Giants, but it's not great. I'm like trying to go back. Uh, I mean, he's better than Daniel Jones now. I know, like, I know it seems like splitting hairs probably to some point because we're talking about that and you're like, where were they as a seeding? But that was a team that had consistently won pretty much the entire time. Like, even just like, you want to factor everything into it. The Daniel Jones led Giants and the way that's set so rarely win. We'll ask Nate Taylor if he's heard anything on the OBJ thought process, perhaps also on Juju Smith-Schuster. Nate Taylor in studio next here on Cody and Gold. Cody and Gold, brought to you by KC Bobcat. Rent or own from KC Bobcat in Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. What these guys talk about between 10 and 2 is really important. Are you seriously going to sit here and say that MacGruber's not a funny movie? Correct. I now assume you have the worst movie taste out of anyone on this uh, show. Shut Based up. on MacGruber shut is an 8.5 out of 10. MacGruber is hilarious. I never saw the actual film. I, I saw the SNL stuff, of course. You cannot but... call MacGruber a film. That's an inappropriate. It's a movie. Stupid. Oh, There's no way shut up. Get I won't even give it. Yeah. You're a joke. <laughs> You're a joke. Don't miss a minute. 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.